Hello, hello. Greetings, greetings. So, so Microsoft just dropped the bomb. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Everyone on Twitter they're going crazy. Oh, this is home. This is this is Monopoly. Oh, this is great. Oh, blah blah blah. Like we can do without a Call of Duty. Mm. I'm expecting a lot more things than just that. Now that Microsoft has done their deal with Activision and Blizzard, there's much more to be awaiting for. I mean, what can Sony? What I mean, besides Sony, what per? Like, I'm whole contemplating on what Sony can actually do in retaliation. Because they have to do something. This is not just... This is not just something they can keep quiet. This is not like what happened with Bethesda. Where they can keep quiet. This is big. This is involving their biggest money maker. Like, people talk, oh, Call... They're exclusive or what makes them the most money. Like, no, Call of Duty is what makes them the most money. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that may be the case, but, you know, that can also open up doors to uh, acquiring more titles, not just by Call of Duty alone, but maybe something more, something greater than just Activision and Blizzard. Something more than Call of Duty. Even then, like, if you look at the, the, past, the past 10 years... Look at the highest selling games for tw from twenty from twenty ten to twenty nineteen up to twenty nineteen. Let's see, top twenty game from of the decade in the US. Let's see. Do Grand Sothado, Call of Duty Black Ops, Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 3, Ghost, Red Dead Redemption 2, Call of Duty World War 2. Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Minecraft, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, Modern Warfare 2019, Elder Scrolls, Mario Kart, Infinite Warfare, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 4, Destiny, and Legend of Star Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. The top, okay. the top I mean, best selling game from 2000 through 2009. Guitar Hero, We Fit, Rock Band, Call of Duty. We we played with remote Guitar Hero World Tour, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare, Mario Kart, San Andreas, Call of Duty World at War, Guitar Hero. You get what I'm getting at. Okay, you're giving me potential titles here. But let's 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 think smaller for a bit. Now that they've acquired this, right? You you put out these titles up there for the general public to hear about. But Microsoft ain't that rich to buy all these titles out. Yeah, they're competing against all these other titles. That's great and all. But they're going to, you know, they're going to leave themselves open. They can't dry themselves out with just their asset allocation like that. Oh. I mean, yeah, they, they gathered, you know, the company to expand in a way to create a monopoly of sorts. But they can only do so much. Did you hear what happened after a few days? Um of them acquiring Activision Blizzard, I noticed the stock market, it crashed for a couple of days. It went down. I noticed that. Even then, like, this is game changer. Like, even, like the past, like, best-selling games was all Activision, especially on PlayStation side. Yes, they can't rely themselves only on Call of Duty, only on Call of Duty, they have, but they have so many, so much more titles. That, and they also have Blizzard. They also have BlizzCon. 
They also have they now they own MLG. Major League. Major League, huh? They own everything. Well, not everything, but they own just about the entire Western game market from Western RPGs or to shooters. They have every, they have Doom, Halo. They'll soon have COD and Overwatch under their belts. They have Quake. They have QuakeCon. What can so people talk about Sony just owning Sony can buy Take Two? Like, no, they can't. They cannot afford Rockstar. Okay, I hear what you're getting at here. I see what you're doing. That's opened up, you know, opportunities to get all these other brands into the making by Microsoft alone. But you know, now that they've done that, haven't they stripped away a little bit of Sony's power right there? Now they put that into the exclusive of Xbox. Not just that, they can make it unique to the PC brand as well. They have stripped some power from Sony because because um seeing is before this whole acquisition, Mike the Microsoft and Sony are paying thirty percent of all royalties. Whenever you buy a skin on Call of Duty, whenever you buy a pack of credit on, on the Call of Duty, whenever you buy anything on the Call of Duty market, whether it's for Cold War Warzone, Modern Warfare 2019, etc. Microsoft and Sony had to pay 30%. The contracts were basically practically the same with some with some adjustments and according to the different um market different um platform they were on. It's yeah, it, it, it's small but nothing really major. Now that Microsoft had bought some Activision, once the deal goes through and until 2023, they'll sort of act independently of each other. They Sony will be paying about thirty percent of of all royalties when it comes to anything. Um, you buy, let's say, you buy twenty thousand Call of Duty credits. You want that battle pass, etc. So Sony will be paying um, Microsoft, depending on the depending on the terms and conditions Microsoft has set out. They'll still be pay- paying that. Keeping keep both keep in mind also. That Call of Duty Mobile is huge. They also own King's Game, King Games, which also own Candy Crush, makes Candy Crush, and a lot of um, mobile games that are bi- that are very big on on the Apple iOS store and the Android store. Right, you have a fair point that it's expanded the library of you know tools that could give out to the customers. That's great, but you know now that you think about it, what about for us? Yes, we get all the features. We get all these, you know, pros, but what about the cons? Now, I was going to consider asking you, like, you know, we have such great access to these items, or I should say uh, purchases given to us by Microsoft, but wouldn't that mean that we are spending more to them, to Microsoft, because they have more to offer us in a way? My, the the way Microsoft does things as far as their studio that they let they they buy the studios etc they buy the studios but they pretty much leave them be Microsoft isn't in a position where they have to worry about just forcing their own companies to just jut, jut out exclusive after exclusive product after product they don't have to worry about that look at Halo when Halo there be like before Halo Infinite, like its original release date, which was 2020, Halo was in complete disarray. Microsoft, Halo looked, the gameplay looked good, though it graphically, it looked 
bad. And Microsoft basically had them basically said, "We'll give you another year. We'll give you another year to really get something." Going. And it worked out for them. They needed that. And if this showed that Microsoft is willing to give their studios enough breathing room. Oh, you oh you need extra time. You need another year to work on your own projects. Here you go. Here's some extra money your way. Also, Microsoft did not let, give put pressure on them. When if we Sony, I'm sure Sony really Sony doesn't. But I feel they put more pressure on them. Due to the amount, due to the speed of which they're able to do, then again, Sony's a lot more proactive than uh, Microsoft. That's Microsoft. They're the smaller company. They 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 need to keep. They need to jut out more more stuff stuff after stuff. But then again, with the quality of how the quality of their games, it looks they're they're in a pretty good spot. Nintendo, they take they take their time. Let's not be re- let's not just. Ignore the fact Nintendo takes their time when it comes to their games. It took them what? How long did how? I think the last new IP they had was Splatoon, if I'm not wrong. Uh, Splatoon two came out like I'd say three to four years ago, if I remember correctly. But for the brand but new IP, the IP, you mean Splatoon one? You're was, talking about wasn't Splatoon one their first major IP? Like the first the first new one they made in a while. Wait, the f- the very first Splatoon? Or are you talking about this? There, as far as the new friend? as far as the new franchise Nintendo made, uh, made like Donkey Kong, Mario, um, Zelda. I'm talking like that, like uh, the new franchise, the new game series. Oh, uh, that's what you meant. I-, I could do a quick Google search by Nintendo. Let's see, what was their last new se- for series? What was their last new, not sequel? I'm talking brand new major series. Uh, hmm. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, isn't it Pokemon? Wasn't Pokemon Arceus coming I'm not, out? I'm last? not. I'm not talking like Pokemon is a brand that's been that that has history. I'm talking new IP, no history behind it whatsoever. Brand new across the board. Oh, uh, okay, I get what you mean. Um, was the last new one, new. IP that they had that they made. I'm not uh, okay. If if that's what you're referring to, then I'm not sure. I don't know much about Nintendo. I can give you new titles if that's what you want, but I don't know new franchises I'm ta- yet. I'm not talking about new entries into a series. I'm talking a brand new series from, from Nintendo. Right, right. As far as I know, it's only Splatoon. That's yeah. all I know. It's but Nintendo rely takes the long game. They they rely. <laughs> They rely on their current franchises, for, but it's partly for partly for nostalgia. <coughs> also, because I feel that I feel like they can put a lot more energy into expanding their world. Like Nintendo, like the world between it within their IPs is big. I don't I don't expect Splatoon to stop at Splatoon two. I feel they're gonna go and just make more Splatoon, more Splatoon. Maybe not in the traditional gameplay. Uh, well, you have a point. Nintendo has a thing to just literally continue with series. So even if they put out a franchise, they're going to stretch it out so much that they won't have anything else to work with. I mean, look at Pokemon Arceus. You could apparently, like, confront Pokemon as an avatar versus Pokemon. That's kind of new to Pokemon. Nintendo, both Nintendo and Sony makes new storylines. They're good at that. 
Nintendo, Microsoft, they are experts at just make taking existing IPs and just expanding them. I mean, look at Halo. How far has Halo gotten us since, like, what happened since 2000? 2000, right? If I remember. Halo. We went from Halo 1 to Halo Wars, Halo Every... Tactics, Halo 2, 3, Spark, 4, 5, Spark, Halo Wars. Spark and the Soul. Halo is... Yes, Spark Wars, too. Halo is sort of... Halo is sort of like one of those game series that basically is so big you can expand the world. And that's sort of the benefit of a sci-fi game. You can I mean that's that's what you get for exploring worlds beyond worlds in Halo. Hey, and the thing is like and also like with Halo with an Activision sort of what the perfect one was like Call of Duty, you can make anything. Hell Call of Duty can go into sci-fi if they if they want to do like you call of duty i think they've already done that wasn't that uh called advanced warfare or was that yeah uh, advanced, War- advanced, advanced warfare. warfare and black ops black ops 2 3 4 <laughs> black ops zero cold war not so much cold war was sort of cold war was pre, pre was not sci-fi it was it was just cold war but black ops 2 3 4 that's all futuristic like, I guess so. I mean, the only part I only found futuristic was uh, it was a Call of Duty uh, Black Ops with the the jetpack jumping, where you could double jump with a high, uh, high caliber of jumping involved. You remember? I don't know if that's advanced warfare or modern warfare. There were some bits of it into uh, into black into I see I see if I'm not mistaken, I'm playing Black Ops too since I have PS3. Oh wait, now that. Once Microsoft acquired the active, yo, that means that Microsoft will no longer. That means um, Call of Duty will not be charged like sixty bucks for like in the, for like their a ten year old game. Oh, that's right. They tend to give like you, you massive like you discounts. realize how you realize like let let me go on let me go on let let me go on Steam. Let me see. Let me see. I'm telling you, Black Ops Three right now is probably sixty without a sale. Call of Duty. Ah, uh, uh, you okay? I Call of Duty Black Ops Three, sixty bucks. Black Ops I knew 3, it. Sixty. I knew it. Black Ops One, forty bucks. World War Two, sixty. Modern Warfare. Well, Modern Warfare Two, twenty bucks. World of World of War and Modern Warfare Two should be at least ten bucks. Call of Duty Ghost, sixty Jeez. bucks. Wait, which one? Of the Ghost, sixty bucks. I have it on PS4. It was trash. Oh man, I had it on 360, the old one, and it crashed on me so. Like, badly. bro, it, once I'm telling you, once once I'm um, active, once I'm um, Activision, the ownership goes to Microsoft. All of this shit's going. All of this shit's going on. Um, Game Pass. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, like. This. That's it, great. That's great. That's good for me. Good for you. It is good. It, awesome. it, it is. It is good for both of us. It's good for everyone who has an Xbox. Like people were talking, like, "Oh, Xbox, Xbox One was the butt of the was the joke of the gaming industry." Phil Spencer took that ship and just fixed it up. And Jesus. he took seven billion Bethesda, and everyone and he and the moment and that and from that moment he bought Bethesda. He was like, "I want it all, or I want nothing." <laughs> I'm gonna put that quote. That's a good quote. All or so nothing. All or nothing. All or nothing. Like Phil Spencer just playing pure cash deal, and everyone's saying, "Oh, Sony. Oh, they make 
shit. Doesn't matter if you made a, a content or not. Doesn't matter if you bought a content. It's content king, and content is king. Do you know how many times South Park was the um, rice history in South Park was shifted around? Hmm. I don't really know that much about South Park. It's been so long since I last. South Park it. was South Park would was the rights to stream South Park was would move to um HBO and then it moved to right now it's the oh you're talking about platform jumping yes I'm familiar with that yeah they like kept jumping from Netflix HBO Max it doesn't matter Hulu, who owns the it doesn't matter if you made the content original like Sony did like and also Sony also they make the way they make exclusives they they buy studios that are nobodies. Or studios that are just getting off the feet and they invest in them and then they make, which is noble. It's organic. It's organic. Yada, yada, That's recycling yada. right there, I'd say. Recycling but, comments. But with Microsoft, like, they say, why <laughs> why make the studio? Why don't you just buy it? Well, Microsoft just wants to capitalize on everything. I mean, look at look at what Microsoft's already done. Like, you just conquered a whole brand right there. Made it their own. They, they not only... They, and people and Call of Duty, I'm telling you, it's not Call of Duty. The Call the Call of Duty, yes, it's the biggest, most noteworthy franchise that was in that deal. Yeah, that's the exact point but, they probably bought it the, for. But They're but gonna the, capitalize on that exact franchise. People forget they own King Games, they own Blizzard, and Blizzard already has a huge established um fan base. They own. They'll get Hearthstone. You realize how much money Hearthstone makes? Oh, you mean? I mean, I don't even know what Hearthstone is. I'm just focused it's, on the shooter. It's games. your card game. It's your online card game. You said Hearth or Hearthstone? Hearthstone. I don't know how to spell that. It's your online card game. Hearthstone. I mean, I haven't really seen anybody talk about that actually, so I'm not very familiar. It's it's big. Hearthstone, how much money? Oh shit! This looks like what is this? This looks like a weird MTG mix of it. Game has been favorably blah blah blah. As of November 2018, Hearthstone Blizzard had reported more than 100 million Hearthstone players, and it, and its year yearly earning is about 40 million per month. Oh lord, goody! I yeah. wonder what Microsoft's gonna do with this digital. Digital card games are big, and now Microsoft Microsoft will own one of the biggest digital card games. The first one out, the first of the the first actual digital card game. Like yeah. there were ones before it, but Hearthstone was the one that really made made it made what it made the whole genre what it is. Um, Magic Arena was was inspired by Hearthstone. You have StarCraft, you have World of Warcraft, you have you have BlizzCon, you you have Overwatch. Overwatch makes bank. I mean, whatever they're gonna do, they gotta make sure they do it like efficiently. Cause like you heard about that lawsuit against Blizzard and Activision, right? Well, look, I'm pretty sure Microsoft gonna handle that, right? Microsoft wouldn't have bought Microsoft. Look, Microsoft has the money to pay off any lawsuit they lawsuit that um. That can come. They they no comp- Look, they spent seventy billion. You really think that dude, they, they make seventy? They can make seventy. That seven double or triple that within like the span of a, a month, a couple months. I mean, I think that's partly the reason why they sold themselves to Microsoft. They probably couldn't hold that debt anyway. Well, so they decided to get rid of it. Well, Activision essentially the the issue with Activision was a sinking ship. 
My activation, Microsoft did not just approach act, didn't approach Activision first, saying, "Hey, we would like to buy you." No, Activision approached approached Microsoft, and I believe they approached Apple and Amazon, Apple, Amazon, or Google, if I'm not mistaken. They pre, they approached them, they approached all of them, and Microsoft basically felt Microsoft bought them before Amazon or Amazon, Google, or whatever. If Microsoft wasn't going to buy Activision. You know Jeff Bezos would have would have took that. Yo, imagine if Elon Musk actually bought Activision. Oh man, I wonder what Elon Musk would do. Like he'd probably import his solar mechanic. Call of Duty to the moon. He shoot that all the way up and make his investor put money into it just to make it sink like a boat. But Microsoft, they they the thing with Microsoft when it comes to their own studios is that they they let they buy them. And they leave them. They leave them alone. Even though they're under the Xbox banner, they just they let them be autonomous. They don't. Yeah. Microsoft handles. Microsoft basically handles every that those studios well. There were times there were exceptions like um, Lionhead Studios, I believe. Um, they owned um, who made who made the city who made the um, what was that um, city game? Microsoft. Wait, you said city game? What do you mean, like cityscape? City builder games. City builder, like The Sims or something. Sim City. Oh, what about that? Sim City. Um, Sim City was probably not. They didn't know. They didn't close Sim City. That was that was EA. Um, Lionhead Studios is what I'm thinking of. Lionhead Studios was once a big Xbox publisher oh, um, that made like Fable series. Xbox okay. closed them. Xbox closed them down, and I and around like Xbox Live, they do. Um, I believe Phil Spencer does regret have them being shut down. But Phil Spencer, he had done well. Satya Nadia or Nadilla or Nadia basically. Told Phil Spencer, gave Phil Spencer one last chance. <clears throat> they said, "You have one last chance to turn the sinking ship around." He was about to shut Xbox. I mean, no matter the action he took, he was quite firm in his decision, even the way he's just pronouncing and announcing his a uh, supposed deal has already made it clear that you know he was not making any regretful decisions there. He was firm on it too. Now, I don't know much about like you know the reason behind such thinking or his actions, but you know the man knows what he's doing. You know, Phil Spencer. He knows what he's doing. Of he's course. in control. Completely. Like Phil Spencer, like he took. Yes, he, it took a while for for um for those games to uh, for the games to come out, and they are like in 2022. We are about we we should be getting we are getting there are no specific release date in 2022. In 2022, there are games that are that are slate slate to release in 2022. Upcoming x upcoming Xbox games, and they're all coming upcoming Xbox games for 2022 and beyond. <laughs> Well, if I were to tell you, the most anticipated ones I'm looking at right now is Starfield, Somerville, oh, Redfall, that's new to me, Slime Rancher 2, Marvel's Midnight Suns and Tunic, as well as Atomic Heart. Oh, I've, I've heard a lot about Atomic Heart. 
it's like a retroscape uh apocalypse version of uh fallout in a way there's also avowed um like microsoft microsoft like they they are the definition of the long game they don't they don't um they they have the money to be patient Ah yes, they yes. Have the they, money, do. they have the money to let their let the studios basically work at at much time and the end. That what you get. That's the benefit for what you get when like Microsoft main strengths is their un, ever ever unlimited cash war chest. I mean, if I'm looking at all the entire library, but I'm only seeing as part of it, and I'm looking at the ten top list of the upcoming games coming out. I think the most anticipated we could say. As of right now, probably coming out is a uh, dying light too. No, Starfield. everybody's gonna be on that. Starfield is their most anticipated. Their most anticipated game. It's the Bethesda. It's Bethesda. It, aside from Elder Scrolls Six, it Bethesda's new IP <laughs> and their biggest, probably their biggest project aside from Elder Scrolls. Mm. I'm not sure. It doesn't really tell me much about the specific one. It just says it is the most anticipated game. And it is the first new universe in 25 years from the incredibly talented minds at Bethesda Game Studios. I'm t- I'm, oh, it's, re- go, it's launching in November 11th. Ah, I see. Um, endless Pursuit. So, yeah, so from what it looks like, it's, it's supposed to be like, um, have you ever played No Man's Sky? I've heard and seen gameplay of it, yes. It's supposed to be like their biggest, their biggest game in a long, long time. And seeing it with Bethesda, like aside from Fallout seventy six, their track record was amazing. Like, I haven't seen much of a bad Bethesda game except seventy six, and even then, seventy six is getting improved. Should I mean? Should these- I'm looking. I'm looking at it, and Starfield. Well, the the main page of what Xbox is saying. It's a whole next generation of role playing game done right. The thing was, the thing is, like, best, Xbox does good with RPG and good do good with shooters. If you don't want an act, if you don't, if you like your RPG, then go for a PlayStation. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, that's comes down to perspective. If you prefer it that way, then uh, I guess you can convince somebody else. But for me, like, for the top ten list coming out of games, like. That's just one of them, but the rest are more appealing to me. Besides Starfield, I mean, I'm more of an action adventure. I, I like a little bit of thriller. You know, I want a little more fast-paced action going on. So, like something like Atomic Heart, you know, uh, or even something like Dying Light Two, I'd say is more appealing to me. And even Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. I'm familiar with the Lego series of it too, so I like that myself. You know. I'm it puts a, a little bit of nostalgia in the series of Xbox because I played the, uh, see, I played Lego Star Wars before the first time on the Nintendo version of game, on the Wii, and this seems like another part of the extension of the story, because it's in line with the movies. Now, like things like this, I think Xbox could do really well because of their, their next gen console could support this entirely. But I I can't say that for PS5 because I don't know I don't know much about it. Besides the whole like you know gameplay aesthetic being very prevalent in your system. Well, with PS Five, like as I said to you when you got before you got your Series X, like if you like exclusives, if you are set on exclusives, get a PS Five. There is no reason to not get. And both <sighs> systems are good; they are great. 
But if you really care about exclusives, then get the PS5. There's no reason not to. Yeah, but I mean, like, imagine if Phil Spencer was actually on PlayStation side instead of Xbox. You really think the Xbox Game Pass would exist without him? I hardly, I hardly think that's the case. It's only because of him Game Pass exists. Is that correct? It's because it's it's there are two factors. One Phil, one Phil Spencer, but one Phil Spencer. Two Microsoft's endless money. Like, oh, what? so the money aspect, so they like, can support that. In order, like, if Sony made a game, something like Game Pass, it probably would not be sustainable because when you have the Netflix-type services, it takes about 10 to 15 years for it to really be a profitable, to really show profit. You, that means you need a lot of money. Netflix had the financial backing to really... Netflix started small, and they had the financial backing. Keep in mind, Blockbuster could have bought Netflix. Wait, but Blockbuster went out of business, did they not? They went out of business the way first, early. Netflix went up to Blockbuster and offer and and asked them, "Hey, would you like to buy us?" Blockbuster said no. Yeah, but that cost them because they went it, out of business. It did cost them. They they lost they lost an easy way into the like the Netflix could have handled like the distribution of the movies. Blockbuster could have just owned, owned them and let them do their own thing. With that, but Netflix is now one of the biggest companies. But still, for a for a, for a Netflix slicing for Netflix like um saying, you need you need one the financial backing to keep it going, two you need the catalog, three and you need someone with the vision. Phil Spencer was that vision. He had the, he had the entire back catalog to play with. Okay, so you're saying the right guy was there at the right time and the right, right guy, moment. That's why they right got guy, there. Right time. And the amount of money, and also right and now the catalog. Okay, so like I get the catalog because they have a lot of supporters because a lot of people want to you know realize their dream of gaming happen at the same time. But how do you think Sony's gonna comprehend that? You think Sony's just gonna sit there and take that? I'm pretty sure they probably have everything planned out, but they, they want to release it at they, the right time. They have they expose their cards. They have it. They have it. They have it planned out. I'm sure, but again, like for them, it'll be a lot harder to do a a catalog like that because that they, they have a lot of they they can do a cat. They can they have the catalog for it. The issue is, do they have the money to keep it going? I mean, like if you think about it, PS Five got sold out. Why? Why did it get sold out? Um, it because got sold. it got it, you know, popular. Part of the reason why both the Xbox and the P, the Series X and the PS5 is sold out. I'm not going to include the Series S because Series S is always in stock. The reason why it's yeah. sold out. <laughs> look, it's a good system, but let's face it: people want the Series X and the PS5. Well, those are the you know the next big hitters right there with the next gen console. With the PS, with the P, but the reason why there's a big short chip shortage, um, the there's a big chip shortage on. <clears throat> sorry about sorry about that. Um, sorry about that, but. With with the PS Five and the Series X, is there the chip shortage going on? There's also scalpers. Right now, I find the only the I I see a thirty seventy on sale, and it's by and by a Brooklyn College student. 
Well, you said a 3070 RTX, yes. right? Okay, by, by a college student, like for how much? 1270 So $1,200 by a college student, brand new, untouched, untouched, brand new and sealed. Untouched. For $1,200 for one GPU. Yes. He, so you're telling me people like this Brooklyn or whatever uh, college student is supposedly buying stuff reselling at a higher price and that's exactly why it's being sold and out. it's not just him it's ever it's a lot it's a lot of people with bots buying bots uh, that, oh, how man. do you think i how do you think i got my xbox series x i was i was online i was at discord i had i had a bot that told me if it's in stock i i saw i saw the bots telling me hey they're the chance they're they're um netflix gamestop will have the series x in stock so and at that, and once I got that message, I was at a doctor's appointment, and in the doctor's office, I found it. I almost dropped my phone when I saw it. And you know what happened? <laughs> and what happened? Yeah, I took out my wallet and I just bought it. So you were at a doctor's office. You had the offer to buy. It, you did it right there and then. Yes, that and with you, that's how I found the Series X. They told me. Oh, so you sent that link and forwarded to me when you had a chance. Yes, it was morning time. I told you. Buy it while you can, and two, two to three days later, that's that that series. Those series X were all sold out. You that yeah, I, I noticed that. Like once I bought it, I, I checked a couple days and it was all sold out. The entire bundle, all gone. My, what what will really win this generation is partly the service in the games, but also how fast Sony Nintendo Sony, Mike and Microsoft Nintendo is se separate. Nintendo does its own thing. But, yeah, I mean, they they don't really concern themselves with us that much with the Xbox and Series and PS5s. But what? But what will? But with Sony and Microsoft, it's a race to see who can turn out the most consoles. Microsoft looks like they are making more consoles than Sony. People like people like PlayStation probably because of the exclusives and the and the wave Sony was on during the PS4. Right, but that's the problem. They were on a wave, but they couldn't keep up with the demand. That's why it cost them their supply. My, Microsoft, let me tell you, Microsoft, not to sound, not to get into console wars, they will probably win this generation. So, okay. And my prediction is that every time, for after, every time one of these companies has a black sheep, for Nintendo, they had. They every time these companies have a black sheep of in their lineup, the most likely the next the next system they sell will probably be a banger. Look at the Wii U. Look at the PS3. What happened to the Wii U? How much did it sell? Honestly, the Wii U it was a failure. It was a failure. Yes, I didn't even hear about it until it actually went out of business and unpopular. The the P, the PS3. It was it was a success, but was it? But we can't deny it. We can't deny it. It was the black sheep of the PlayStation lineup. Listen, I have my my fair trade of ups and downs of PS3s. I like it as a fair system, but even then, I couldn't even utilize it back when I was young. I had so. the fat. I, my dad when I when I was a kid. My dad wouldn't let me have a 360. He let me have a PlayStation 3 because of because of the whole not only the Red Ring of Death, but also because well he wanted he wanted a Blu-ray player. 
So we got the PS3 because of that. With, so you, oh, so your parents bought it because it was a makeshift DVD. It was player. a, it was a blue, it was a makeshift Blu-ray player, and it had good games to it. So okay, that's fair. That's my, fair. My, I mean, I still, I, I will say, I, yeah, I will say my one of my favorite game series was Uncharted, Uncharted, Uncharted Two specifically. I love Uncharted Three. That was one of my favorites. But the thing, and and after the PlayStation Three and the Wii U. How big were Sony and Nintendo sales with their next console? You're talking about the PS4, right? PS4 and the Switch. Uh, um, let's see, I have a PS4 myself, so I'd say they were positively up, but not by a lot. The PS4 was the biggest, was the most, the highest selling console in history. Are you sure about that? I don't know if that's true. Well, let's see. Well, that depends. With that which model are you speaking? The Pro, regular? Doesn't matter. PS4, the PS4 yeah. and the PS4 Pro. The PS4 generation was a best-selling console. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I I understand you think that this is the case, even though I have a PS4 myself. But I wouldn't think it was a best-selling console. I still know a lot of people that have Xbox One S, and still think highly of it too. The the, the highest, let's see, the million, the highest-selling console is still the play is the PlayStation Two, the followed by the Nintendo DS family. But let's forget handhelds. PlayStation, yeah, just PlayStation, yeah, focus on the consoles. PlayStation 4 was the second highest selling console out there, followed by the PlayStation, then the Wii, and then the Nintendo Switch. Followed by the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. Now, keep in mind, the Xbox 3, the PlayStation 3 only outsold the Xbox 360 by 3 million units, and that's only because... And that's and that only happened at the end of the PS3, Xbox 360 generation. So wait, wait, repeat that you're saying the PS4 outsold. So the PS3 outsold the 360 towards right at the end of the generation. So right at the end of 2006 is what you're saying. Yeah. One. So right, right. Once the well, not 2006, but right at the end when the right, right at the end before the PS4 and this Xbox One came out, the during the X at the end of the Xbox 360 and PS3 generation. The, the PS3 outsold the 360 at the end, right at the end. Okay, I see that over here because I'm looking at the same thing. But then I notice the inconsistency. Now, if you ignore the portable section of it, you notice the PlayStation, the very first one, right? From 1994, actually sold than the most modern up-to-date consoles back in the 2000s era. Why is that the case? Probably because Sony probably still had the... The mainline console is still intact because it still beat the Wii as well and Nintendo Switch. <sighs> so that means that means PlayStation was still making enough to make a bang out of their buck, even with their first console. The only reason why they're bringing the PlayStation Four out of out of the commission is only because they can't <laughs> only because um they can't get the chips for the PlayStation um for PS Five. Microsoft ended production of the Xbox One because so they can focus their entire um, division on the P on the Series X, which is smart. That is smart because they want to go for the next in line, next generation console. No one's gonna want to downgrade when there's already you know probably other sellers doing the same thing, the selling off their older consoles anyway. Also keep in mind that Microsoft also, also has um also has the PC also has the PC, <laughs> so so if they and Sony. They don't really have the PC. They only just start porting their games to PC. 
Okay. So, uh, but so right, so right, and let me tell you that whole. Remember how the whole prediction I told that whole thing I told you about the um this the PlayStation Four and the Switch um becoming banger, selling like millions upon millions after the, after the Black Sheep consoles. <clears throat> yeah, I remember that. The Xbox One was the Black Sheep. They learned of their mistakes during the Xbox One generation. The Series X. It look it looking to um is looking like it probably will outsell. Like the PlayStation Five is at thirteen point four million as of now. Okay. Right, but that number will go down and be stuck there because the Xbox Series S and X are still being made. But That's an estimate too. That twelve million is only an estimate, and that number will keep going up. This, right. This, the twelve million, they're only like about one uh, one point four million behind Sony. Uh, this we this is just the latest numbers we have so far. So Microsoft doesn't exactly share their numbers, doesn't exactly share their numbers publicly, which people say, oh, it's indicative that Xbox is doing well. Not really. A lot of companies don't really share their um subscriber kind of like HBO doesn't really share their subscriber amount. Like I mean, well. Does Xbox really care about their numbers being publicized? Not, not, I mean, PS5, we know that they're short, but they don't really care. They just want to keep making more. Sony used, it's a marketing thing. Sony uses the whole, the numbers are sold as a marketing. Oh, this is, oh, they, this console sold this much. It must be that good. Mm, I don't know about that, but what? I'm just saying, whatever these numbers are telling me, these estimate means it's a good sign. That estimate means it's going to go up for Xbox Series X and S. And as you see, if you look at PS5 and the 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 units sold, 13.4 million is fixed. And you look at the Series X and S, that number is an estimate. So that's number bound to change while the rest is fixed. Microsoft, the thing is like Phil Spencer said, we don't, I don't, we don't, they, he doesn't, Phil Spencer, does, yes, he obviously cares how, how many Xbox are sold. But at, at the end of the day, he doesn't really care totally about how many numbers are sold it as long as you get as long as they get your into the xbox ecosystem which is mobile pc and console microsoft uses the xbox console you know why microsoft got into the xbox one of the history why why okay bill gates when the when PlayStation came out Basically, like Bill Gates felt was threatened by the fact that Sony could dominate the living room. So I Microsoft was already dominating the office, but they wanted more. And what and okay. and Bill Gates and the thing is like when they were doing the whole thing like that, when the Xbox when the original Xbox team presented the idea to Bill Gates, there were a lot of issues. Like Bill Gates was furious at a lot of times at the at the Xbox team. But he was more furious at the fact that Sony may dom- may ha- may dominate the um te- well may dominate the living room. Well, I mean, technically, you're right because Sony is focused on entertainment, so they really want to make sure you know every consumer out there really focuses on buying Sony as their mainline entertainment you know device because they make cameras, they make TVs, they make a home theater system, they're really good at audio, uh, they got uh you know a lot of equipment by Sony. So I mean. You wouldn't be wrong to guess that they would do that, but they probably were aiming for that until Microsoft came in to give them the most advanced competition out there. Yeah, until the date. Yeah, so keep in mind again, Bill Gates. It was the Xbox exists today because Bill Gates is more fierce at the fact that 
as Sony would Sony could dominate the living room. And Microsoft uses the um Microsoft uses the Xbox mostly as a way to deliver Windows. It's a Trojan horse. You're not even though you're getting an Xbox, in reality, you're getting Windows. And uh, and fun. Yeah, Mike Bill Gates is actually furious at the Microsoft Xbox team because the Xbox um, software was basically a a a customized like to the point like where it would barely Windows. It was basically the a customized version of it. Like the team Xbox stole the Windows kernel. I mean, I know what you mean because if you think about it. The Xbox right now, currently, or even the past Xboxes, you can mimic Windows if you just plug in a keyboard and a mouse. You could initiate a PC, you know, features on it once you plug in the right peripherals. And even now, with Xbox Series X, you know how they have Microsoft Edge on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so if you plug in a keyboard and a mouse, you can manipulate it as a PC, essentially, to be realistically speaking. The version of Windows on the Series X is a lot more close to Windows than the original series of uh, the original Xbox. The original Xbox, it um, it it's Windows, but it's barely Windows. That's the thing. It started out very, you know, like it, uh, it, it was prototypish, like it was a prototype in a way. The original X, the original Win- Xbox software on the original Xbox before, um, you know, the prototype was pro- was window was like a, a Windows but customized. When the final product was basically just with a heavily edited version of Windows. Um, yeah. I I mean, if you notice the way it's evolved, yeah, it's getting closer and closer to the. Uh, features of windows and its benefits towards it so you know i can see why microsoft is coming in line with the pc world because they want to make it like you know on the same parallel dimension in a way in a metaphoric way of speaking because they want to make it both accessible by the consumer on pc while being uh advancedly manipulated on the gaming market so they're trying to sell to the both the both type of consumers out there which I know it makes sense because Phil Spencer is probably thinking that because you're you're winning in like two ways because the PC user and a game user could both benefit from Microsoft. And you look at the line of devices that Microsoft creates, you know, their devices, their laptops, uh, the gaming devices, they're all in line with the exact firmware of the mainline Microsoft platform. They're all in line of it because it's reusable software just revamped and recreated in a certain way. Even think about, you know, the phones. You ever seen the Windows phone? You know how closely it mimicked the software for Windows? I'm talking about the old Windows phones back in, like... Uh... Well, even, well, even the new Windows phone days, they, they use, um... Like, Microsoft now just got back into the Windows, but it's based off and it based off Android. Right, it based off Android, but it can mimic the application interface of Windows. I'm referring to, like, uh, the actual real Windows phone back in the day. Like if I were to show you an image, um, you ever have you ever used the HTC like the HTC phone that has Windows on it? I had an HTC phone with Windows. Right, so that interface is similar to Windows interfaces on laptops. Is this on a phone now? At least back in the day, that's the same technology being reused over and over, in a very disguised format. The same is going on here with Xbox too. Microsoft right now is Microsoft is playing the long game. They're waiting for they're right now setting up their chess pieces till it's checkmate. I don't think Microsoft Microsoft didn't even want to get rid of PlayStation. 
They don't. I mean, they're giving them a run for the money because, like, no matter what Microsoft is doing right now, they'll catch up and they're probably outsell Sony's consoles if they don't do anything quick. So my Sony needs to sort of right now with act with Microsoft buying Activision like Sony's scared like they literally said we expect Microsoft to put Activision game we expect we expect Microsoft to put Activision games on PlayStation on PlayStation you know that you know what that sounds like oh uh, that sounds like a challenge it's, you know it sounds like fear oh shoot fear from my challenge you read you read like no company will ever. Be like, no company will ever apply in that way. Like they were quiet during Bethesda, but no, they were they did they weren't quiet during um during this. They 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 felt that Microsoft can will put will make exclusive. They and they can Microsoft can like like her current existing Call of Duty's up until twenty twenty three will will be on PlayStation for for sure. But once 2023 happens and the deal goes through, once that happens, let me tell you, it's going to be interesting because that's when we'll have to um watch watch how this is going to play out. Until then, Bobby Kotick will still be a CEO of Activision and slash Blizzard. He's out the moment the the um transition the whole deal goes through, which is great. Well, with every big uh, purchase comes a short back liability. So let's see how Microsoft recovers. I know you told me Microsoft got me, uh, got money. That's true, they got money, but they can only spend so many resources out there. So with such a huge deal that they've cut through, yes, it's good news for us. But you know, let's see how Microsoft can recover from this. Yes, they're gonna keep making sales, generate revenue, get profits. You know, all the usual hullabaloo, all the business going on. That's great, yeah, but there's going to be some shortcomings with this, too. And they're going to deal with that eventually. They probably won't publicize it until it's done. Now, I'm not going to, I'm not, you know, I don't know what the shortcoming is, but I can tell you there's probably going to be a problem sooner or later, but Microsoft will have to figure that out. What are, what are problems? Most problems when it comes to that, it all comes to finances. Microsoft can Microsoft can pay can pay off any of the lawsuits any of the lawsuits they want um, well I, I mean not gen like not specific as far as developing the games they can they can do they can do that um as far as um as far as everything else like they have the money they have the money to support these the developers and all and all that like they like candy crush alone makes like makes like a ton a shit ton of money just off like uh, people who don't even consider some gamers like you, you, my mom my mom all i see her, the only games i see her playing is like her toy saga candy crush and all that same thing with a lot of old old people that want to feel young um a lot like a lot a lot of people will literally um will literally just uh will make will, a lot of people just buy like candy crush um in-game transact in-game transactions yeah. Right, right. That generates revenue too. Like the Blizz in-game Con. transactions that Blizz, Microsoft has. Blizz already they, played. They, they buy they buy the games. What they they own Blizzard, they own BlizzCon, they own QuakeCon, they own MLG. They they can make their own own um <laughs> convention if they want to. They can. Microsoft, I believe they even own the um Microsoft 
alone own the um, arena where the this arena where basically like the game the game of the year awards was. Hmm. It's um it's an interesting time and and way Microsoft's doing they're positioning themselves to be to get long to long arm themselves into a into industries that are gaming industries that are that's notoriously hard to get into. They own World of Warcraft. Do you know how hard and expensive it is to get into the um, MMO from from start to finish? Well, I know that's not going to require a lot of resource allocation. They don't. They don't. All they have to do is just main, maintain the game, and I feel they'll give Blizzard Blizzard the, the breathing room they need to do. Activision forced Blizzard to become a billion-dollar company. They are a billion-dollar company, but they were forced to. They, they had no breathing room. They... They had to sort of. They had. They were forced to go keep keep do, keep doing projects over and over and over again. They did not give them the breathing room they needed, and with Microsoft, they did. Like like Phil Spencer stated, he's looking into reviving a lot of the old IPs Activision had. Hmm. I guess you have a fair point. People talk about still Xbox becoming a monopoly. No, they don't. They don't own PlayStation. They don't own Nintendo. They can buy Nintendo and PlayStation, but then it will result in government interference. They don't own EA. They're working with EA. They don't own Ubisoft. They don't own a lot of the industry. They just own two big, big huge publishers. Even though that the publishers do have major power in the gaming industry, no. So they they don't they won't have any dominance. And in a world where basically the Disney bot can buy Fox new Fox, um, they'll be fine. The deal will go through. I mean, like if I were to list all these services and brands that Microsoft has been handling, Azure is included, Windows Office servers, Skype is also included, Visual Studio for coders, you know, the Surface, the mobile, Azure, Bing, LinkedIn, all these are owned by Microsoft. So like yeah, I guess you have a fair point how, you know, well expansive they are and throughout how split up they are in the mainline of technology. But let's not forget the origins of all these businesses at first started out either in the basement or the garage, to be honest. All, all these companies, I believe Bill Gates, he started Microsoft right out of his college dorm. Steve Jobs started Apple right outside of a garage. Um, Zuckerberg started Facebook outside of a, just a college dorm room doing like a social media site just among college students and and um was it and jeff bezos our lord and savior bezos basically just started amazon selling books wow now look at that that was unexpected books is where it got him (laughs) yeah um yeah microsoft let me tell you they all the money they make their money from military deals like the entire U.S. military basically had their computers running off Windows. Um, oh, man. And a lot of, like, even in China, Japan, Germany, all across the world, everything is run off Windows. That's true. If you look at the healthcare system, they also use Windows, the, too. The only exception is the creative industry, where basically Apple has Apple had a mon- monopoly on that. That's true. Apple seems to emphasize the creativity of people out there. The only other, um, the only other uh, operating system is Linux, and who and I don't know, no, I don't know anyone who uses Linux. I mean, 
Well, it's underrated, but Linux is powerful. It is. Don't get me wrong. It's very but powerful. Let's be real. You know how to use the code, the command prompt is very powerful. But let's be real. Windows is king. I mean, hey, Windows has Linux in it too, if you think about it. So, yes, it's king. Xbox, look, let me tell you. During Don Matt, did you watch the Xbox documentary? Uh, I don't know if I did. You send it to me on Messenger? I sent it, I sent it to you. That Xbox documentary shows a lot of the history. Um, they talk. They talk about the, a lot of the shortcomings. Like, um, they talk like they talk about the Red Ring of Death. I'll definitely look into it. I didn't watch it. I got a little occupied, but I'll definitely like, watch it today. Xbox during the Xbox One generation, a lot of the stuff Xbox the Xbox One did that Microsoft made it was too soon. Like, <clears throat> like. Don Matrick, when he was like television, television, TV, TV, like he predicted the future where it, the console will basically become that, not just a gaming machine, but a multi-use. Like for my Xbox, I can tell you, even though I have a smart hooked up to a smart TV, I use I sometimes use it for Disney Plus, Netflix, YouTube, Spotify. I use it like a I use it like a multimedia. Um, the issue with Don Matrick is that he pushed too hard into it. Uh, too early like he should have been very subtle like you know xbox was the first console to actually feature netflix wait really is that true yeah um they they worked a deal to get xbox on the app on the so wait wait, wait. You're, you're telling me netflix is was the first to partner with xbox yeah as a gaming console they to were stream the, the show they were the first like they were the first ones to really push netflix onto at the console, like at at one point, if you wanted to watch Netflix, watch Netflix, stream Netflix, you had to get an Xbox. Wait, what? When was this? I don't even know about this. This is quite new to me. Uh, let's see. X Xbox three three sixty Netflix partnership. Microsoft have exclusively have inked an exclusive deal with Netflix to keep the moon streaming on the in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. What Xbox was it there? Three three sixty. Okay, three sixty. Sorry, we and PS3 owners, you ain't getting Netflix streaming despite their claim. Microsoft has inked an exclusive deal with Netflix to keep the movie streaming set, set streaming on the Xbox three sixty. Removed and TV episode from Netflix to the television via Xbox 360. Xbox is the only game console to offer this movie watching experience available to the Xbox Live Gold members who are also Netflix Unlimited Plan subscribers at no additional cost. Oh, uh, so they got in. Okay, they had it included for people that had the membership. Yeah, just like now. Of course, of course, Sony eventually got it when that ex when that exclusivity deal um expired. That contract yeah. expired. When did the PS3 get Netflix? I know PS3 probably had Netflix back uh, a first touch based on it, the very first PS3, correct? Wait, two, came out. 2009. 2009, so the same era? Netflix gets Xbox to 60. Uh, this was in two, August 11, 2009. Uh, PlayStation 3 became the leading device for Netflix streaming. Um, let's see. Yeah, I guess it wasn't so exclusive, but still, they were the first ones that you get it. Xbox 360. Hmm. 
I know I, I've seen Netflix on it, but I never really thought it was very important at that time. But anyway, but yeah, it, every the Xbox 360 was sort of like was sort of the first ones to actually get the um, the first ones to the, they were the first ones to actually get the streaming rights to net to Netflix itself. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Netflix. Uh, no, um, PlayStation PS3 obviously got um, the experience on the PS3 was better because you also had Dolby. Um, Dolby um, capabilities included. But yeah, other than that, Xbox had a long a, a history of um, being a multimedia device, not just for gaming. And people and people say it's a Netflix box. I'm not denying that. It kind of is. But um, at, but it's a damn good Netflix box. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me the the Xbox is a Netflix box, or the PS3 was? Um, the the people give the nickname of NX to the Xbox One the Netflix a uh, streaming box. Uh, okay. I mean, I mean, when I think of Xbox, I do think of multimedia content. So I guess you're right. It's it has a lot of quality of life features. Well, that one's not the music apps available on it too. Deezer, Pandora, Spotify. The only thing I wish the Xbox had was title. Title? Yeah. Wait, what? Title? I use title. I use title. Wait, what? You never heard of title? Wait, are we thinking about the same thing? Wait, well, how's it spelled? T A D T I D A L. K I. No, T I D A L. Is that a is that a movie streaming app? No, it's a music streaming app. Is it on Xbox? It's not on X. It's not on Xbox. Why does it say it's a Norwegian subscription based music podcast and video streaming service? Title. Wait, what? The high fidelity music streaming. It's yeah, that's a high fidelity. I didn't know it was Norwegian. That's weird. I've never heard of this. I've heard of Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, Breaker. Cast box, but not this. But this looks like a knockoff of Spotify for some reason. Um, I wouldn't say it's like a knockoff. It's a music streaming. Is this free? Can I actually use this? It's not free. It's like it's more expensive than Spotify, but then but you get like better quality uh, music, music audio track tracks what the hell the hi-fi plus the maximum membership out there is for 20 bucks a month that's crazy yeah but what you get out of it is amazing i mean i have spotify premium i thought that would be all right it's for it's if you if it's for like pure audio files i thought spotify premium was just doing that no it's nah but yeah I like Tidal. I'm not. It's it's my preferred um, streaming service. I get spot. I get the only why I have Spotify because I get who through Spotify. Mm, interesting. All right, all right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's good to know. I mean, I could definitely add that to my music streaming list. All right, I'll take a look at it. Mm. I mean, I have Spotify Premium, so I don't want to really transition to something else. I already have Premium, so like, 
you know, I'm happy with that. But yeah, like um, it takes forever to make um, it takes forever to make a new like content on new platform. Title is not that big, but it's really good. Okay, all right, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, the only plus the title is the loss of content. Yeah. You said the lossless time. Loss. That, that's what they call like the best like good quality audio software like lossless like no no loss in audio quality like basically um cd quality audio levels cd quality i find that hard to believe i wouldn't just throw that on honestly like on the first plan you get for these apps it'd be great it's like they purposely downgrade for you to spend money just to get the best quality and they do it on purpose and look at that. Some of these apps have like three plans. You have Hi Fi for this one, Hi Fi Plus, Spotify, you have premium. Other apps, you have like a second tier, third tier level of like membership. Like, come on. I mean, I believe, I believe there is a other um, title does on um, Spotify have a Hi Fi um, plan, but um, I could be wrong. Wait, so do you tell me you use this right now as you speak? Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I use um. I use Tidal. I use Spotify. I used to have Amazon just to see how good they are, but then I stopped. I mean, Amazon's okay. I don't really want it, to be honest. I have a, a membership, but I, when I had the uh, um, the membership for Amazon Music Prime, it was okay. I didn't think I was taking full advantage of the uh, audio quality because uh, these other apps do it way better. However, I think Apple Music is pretty good. I don't. Back I, when the iPod. I don't really care out. Apple Music. You don't even want to have it if you have an Apple device. No, no. It's specifically like specific devices that were made for music listening, like an iPod. They were had. They had really nice audio on it. I remember because I had the really old iPods back in the day, and to me, those audio files were like crisp and clean at that time. I mean, it's not as good as it is now because there's better, you know, software, audio editing, well, better audio. Well, Apple, well, back to, well, back then, Apple was the Apple was the only one out there. Right, but there was probably more, but they were probably not out there like Apple was. Now there's like so many. One thing, app the the one thing Apple one thing that if Apple is only that one thing, it'll be, it'll be branding. Well, that's what Apple is popular for, apparently. Branding their so-called set items, even though even though it's over, even though a lot of it overpriced and overrated. <laughs> like AirPods, like they're good, but they're okay. But again, like there are so much better options other than a um, other than AirPods. Oh man, whenever I see a person with AirPods, I always think, why does this person get that money to spend that much? The only reason why that person had it because um. It's Apple, and you're in why Apple had AirPods is one. Well, no, AirPods, they're the most convenient and the most seamless. Like, you take that an AirPod out of the case. Like, my mom had AirPods, and it's simple and easy for it to use. Like, you take the AirPods out of the case, you put it in, it works seamlessly. You get a new pair of AirPods, you open it in front near your iPhone or iPad. Let me tell you, it works. Trust me. Apple's very good on uh making their items consistently and only pair with their apple products anything else 
we had to do so manually. Like um, like um, I be, like uh the app. The only thing and the AirPods. The one thing I will give Apple credit for is that they have let they did let their AirPod be used with other devices other than Apple. Well, what about Windows? I mean, I'm pretty sure Windows can add that manually. Like the Apple Watch, you cannot use if you want. If I want to get an Apple Watch, I have to get I and I don't have an iPhone. I have to get an iPhone. Okay, that's for their watches. So, but if I want, but what if I want just want to get the Apple Watch and I don't want to get an iPhone? The Apple Watch is still a good smartwatch. What, what, what if I don't? What if I don't like iPhone, but I want to go on the Apple Watch? You're stuck with the Apple Watch. You're stuck getting an iPhone. Well, I mean, it's built around the people that are loyal to Apple, so it makes sense. Loyalty follows it around. Loyalty, loyalty. Apple have like a have like a huge amount of Apple sheep behind them. Like whatever Apple releases, people will buy. Yeah, that's true. It's just the supporters behind it. When you have supporters, you throw in any item. But that gives Apple a reason to sort of, how can I say, sell at a very high price and have people like stand. Like if Apple just said, "Hey, you can only get this item, this next Apple product, just through a through in store." Not many people will be like you know how many people will be Apple people will be lining behind a we lining up um in front of an Apple store. God, those lines will be horrendous. It'll, It'll be, be worse like than Black Friday. Bucks. It'll probably be worse than every Black Friday combined in the next ten years. <laughs> like like the first, like you have to like show up like Apple like Apple said, Oh, next iPhone get exclusively through the Apple store. Uh, and then, and then you'll have a bunch of people just basically be sitting, camping three days early in front of an Apple store. Hell, these people will probably sacrifice their work days just to show up and buy it. <laughs> like, hey, boss, I, I need, I need days off. Oh, ha. Okay, what do you need it for? Um, I have, I have a sick, I have a, I have a family member that's sick. Okay, and then, and then on their sick day, and the boss come walks by an Apple store and they and you see their employees say, I saw your face. You had a sick family relative. And next you know, hey, this sick with me waiting online just to get that product. Okay. Hilarious. Okay, I'll give I'll give you my I'll let you um just be be at the next to me in my spot. So okay. Jesus, look at that. The perfect example of the realistic society waiting in line for said products. Yeah. Apple sheep. Am I right? Yep. Then you don't gotta forget about the Apple Care, huh? That was gonna throw that in, huh? Can't deny Apple Care out there. Gotta walk out that store with protection included. Yeah. It's um, it's an inter- it's an interesting time. Like you, like PlayStation is like is like Apple. You, it's sort of like Apple. You you have like a loyal fan base. I mean, again, uh, see. Still a fan of PlayStation, but look at the mess. They just can't produce enough to fill the demand. Hence, you have me switching over to Xbox. And it's not only me. I have other people telling me the exact feeling and the exact situation I'm in. They switched over to Xbox. 
because they could not buy PS5s. And because of that, they're losing fans, customers, and money because of that. But that doesn't deny what they've already was, made, right? So I was never like a big Sony guy. Like I don't, I I had like the PlayStation Three, the PlayStation Two, Three, and the Four. I when I and when I was a kid, like I like I had PlayStation only because my dad bought it. Um, as far as but whenever I would go to my friend's house and they had like the Three Sixty, the PlayStation Three, the PlayStation Four, and the Xbox One, I would just. I would just play Xbox. I did their Xbox. I wouldn't even play on their PlayStation. The I got. I kind of got bored with PlayStation. Like I never really cared so much about exclusives. Like I'm. I go where the game. I go sort of where the, where I have fun playing the games on. I do not care whether it's on Xbox, based on PlayStation. So for me, it's sort of like, what am I giving up? My my, uh, my PlayStation account got hacked a while ago, so I did, I, did. I lost access to a lot of those games with on the PS3. On the PlayStation 4, the only thing I was giving up was pretty much just my PlayStation Plus games, and that wasn't really big big of an issue for me. Hmm. So hmm, with X, I see. So with Xbox, it was more so. What am I? I'm gaining a lot of this. I, I'm getting a, I'm getting getting a lot of stuff. Like I'm playing more games on Xbox than I probably would have played on PlayStation Five. Not saying PlayStation Four, PlayStation don't had bad games. They don't. But what and what am I? If I'm get what am I getting on X on what I'm getting so much more on Xbox than I would have. Than I would have like my PlayStation Five. I probably. I probably would, I don't really have the money to constantly buy the next exclusive or to keep buying the games. With at Game Pass, I could just literally turn on, oh, new game got on Game Pass. I'm going to play it. Do I like it or no? I'll let, oh, I'll buy it. I can see I can dictate how how much I how much I have to spend to play the games I want. See, that's the power. It's the power of choosing, having the power of freedom to choose when, where, and how. That's what Microsoft does well. And they give you options for it, too. Microsoft can literally just, Microsoft can just basically be like, we're on, Microsoft can basically, they have them, and it's not always money, but money really, money really moves um, moose pop moose stuff. It re- it lets you do things a lot faster. With Microsoft, Sony probably wouldn't have been able to. It probably can't afford um, a full a certain to do a full on Game Pass. The only reason why they're doing it because they doing something similar to it, and it pro- and it won't even be as expansive as Game Pass is. Microsoft can basically make make more deals with developers to get like hell. Um, Yesterday, the entire Hitman trilogy got on got on Game Pass. Yeah, I saw. I added it to my list to play later. I'm gonna download it. Actually, I really want to play it. You? I remember I had Hitman on the PlayStation, but the damn PlayStation wouldn't let me play the rest. It kept telling me you gotta download or buy the rest. 
kind of sucked. I with 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 um Game Pass, you can I can and Phil Spencer would write more more people. Game Pass allows people more people to play um game more Game Pass allows people to play more games and more and with Game Pass, you, more people are able to play more games. Like let me tell you. I beat the I beat Kingdom Hearts. I beat every Kingdom Hearts up until three. I'm in the middle of playing three. I played. I I'm right now in the process of playing the Mafia, um, the Mass Effect game, which I got, which I'm playing through EA Play. I did buy Mafia Three, the entire Mafia trophy, which was but it was on sale. Okay, I play, and there are a lot of games I would have. I played. I wouldn't have been able. to. I wouldn't have played because I would have had to bought, buy it out right at first. Money, when you sort of, when you sort of see, money is sort of a barrier. Like saying, "Oh, this game looks interesting, but am I really willing to buy it?" Well, I mean, again, uh, money, yeah. It was an issue for me back then, but now that I have enough, I can make the clear choices to see which is a better deal. You can't. So I took Microsoft. You. I benefit more out of it. You. Because if I were to compare and tell you what I was paying for, just straight up online playing with PlayStation, I was paying straight up sixty dollars. But with Game Pass, I get all that Xbox Live Gold, online perks, and uh, you know other offers along with that, all for just uh, one eighty per year. You know how many you know how many times I bought I bought a game on PlayStation like sixty dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, and I was disappointed with my purchase. My, and the thing is like, and even with like a deal like there's the whole saying like I'll buy that for twenty dollars but not for sixty. Like money, the cost of the the amount, the cost of the game to buy it does influence your decision on whether you like the game or not how how much you like or dislike the game like if like a game that costs ten dollars outright you are more lenient on that than a game that costs like 60 or a hundred dollars you spend 60 to 70 dollars on the game and you are much more critical of that game than than a ten dollar game or 20. with, right. I see your with point game pass you can games on there. There are sixty dollars games on Game Pass, okay? But you are able to try it out before buying it. You're able to try it out before buying it, and there's no, there's no price tag to really influence your your influence your decision on whether you you like the game or not. Wait, what do you mean by buying it? I thought you could install it no. while the okay. Game Pass is active. Okay, when you when you install Game Pass, you have also the option to buy the game. Okay. Okay, but what do you mean by buying it to keep it forever? Unless it's a Microsoft Game Studios game, the game will stay will will eventually leave. The Yakuza series was on there for like two years. Right, but has it ever left? Yakuza up until Yakuza, I believe three Yakuza three and beyond is still on there. The the previous entries is not. Oh, so buying it ensures you have it for however buying, long. Buying it, it ensures you have it even if it leaves. Remember, <laughs> the remember games on Game Pass 
unless it's a games Xbox Game Studios or probably EA Play, are all ba- are all on a contractual agreement. Microsoft pays the Microsoft may sign the contract with these companies to keep Game Pass on that on the platform for for set for either indefinitely or set amount of time. We don't know. Okay. But what we do know is that it's gonna be on there for enough time for you to play it, play it, and decide whether you want to get it or not, or to do or to come or to keep or to play it like for a long time. It's not permanent. Net, do you really think that everything on Netflix is good, unless it unless it's good you think really on Netflix, everything on Netflix unless it's from Netflix's own studios? It's gonna stay on that no. But, you know, I think you have a good point. I've watched most of the series on Netflix for, you know, a good amount of time. And it stays there until I, like, for me, comfortably, it leaves whenever I don't need it. So, you for the good series I've watched, it stays there for a good, decent, significant amount of time and then leaves. Like, House of Cards, when you sign up for Netflix or HBO or whatever, you, part of the reason why you're signing up that because of their, because of their con, of the, the content from their own studios, you know it's going to be on there. Like, yes. Game, yes. Um, let's see. Um, uh, what? Well, give me a movie example. That's not Warner Brothers. Uh, movie examples. Michael Bay, Transformers. Mike. Let's say Michael Bay, for example. You may you may be a fan of Michael Bay. You may you sign for HBO. You like you love you see Michael Bay is on there. Michael Bay Transformers on there. You could be a huge fan of Michael Bay Transformers, but. But you'll but you see like Harry Potter, um, you see all all the uh, critically acclaimed Warner Brothers movies. You see like HBO shows, Kirby and Sue's Adam, Game of Thrones. You you know it's gonna be there for a while for a long long time. So if so if you want if you really like that stuff, it has value for it. <laughs> it it has that value with Xbox Game Studios. If, with Xbox Game Studios, you know it's going to be on there for a long, for indefinitely. You know you will always have access, but you also have access, but you also have access to these other non non Microsoft Game Studio games for a long, long time. I was able to play the um the Kingdom Hearts. Let me tell you, I finished all of them, except Kingdom Hearts three. I when it was leaving, I bought Kingdom Hearts. I already finished it, and I bought it because I really liked the game. With ga- that's the thing with Game Pass. It lets you try it out for a long, long time before it goes. Like Spelunky <laughs> Two got gone, Spelunky Two and Hitman Trilogy got on Game Pass. It's not going to be on. It's not going to be on there forever, but it's going to be on there till you act till until you buy it or until you fin uh, or until you finish it enough times to where you like. I I played it. I really enjoyed it. I got all the achievement for it. I put enough hours to it. I don't really need it. Plus, yeah, I get you. It stays. It stays there for a significant amount of time. Yeah. I get what you mean. Like Yakuza, Yakuza, half the Yakuza series was on there for about twenty, for about two, three years. That's enough time for you to play it for a long, for a majority of the time. Wait, so it's been there even before COVID started? Yeah. Really? Like oh, what? That's crazy. When, let's see. So you tell me Yakuza, when the first, the Yakuza first, very first game. Come to Game Pass. Um, 
Yakuza Zero, Yakuza Cool. In 2019, Yakuza came onto um, Game Pass. Oh, Lord. Yakuza Zero, Yakuza Kiwami, Yakuza Yakuza Kiwami 2 got into Game Pass. 2021, it left. December 2020, it left. That's enough time for you to play it, don't you think? Yeah, you gave me whole years of uh, about a year and a half, right to, year and a half to play it. So yeah, that is enough time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I'm I'm sure like as much as people complain, oh Yakuza's Yakuza's leaving Game Pass. Like, if a critically acclaimed game comes onto Game Pass, it's you know it's gonna be there for a long for a while until you finish it. So, so when it comes to Game Pass, play. Make sure you be if you really like the series, beat it, but take your time with it. I did not. I did not take my time with Yakuza. I, I had other games to play during that time, so um, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the Yakuza series when I, um, at least when I can. For sure, for sure. Um, I'm gonna double check this on Xbox right now as you speak. Hey, you see the games you're that coming up like Hitman Trilogy got on the on Game Pass. Play it. Square, play it so while you can. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I'm definitely gonna finish this. I need to finish Hitman One actually. I, fin- I remember playing it and I totally forgot. I'm about playing it. the entire Mass. The game I'm playing in Mass Effect is Mass Effect. Okay. I. So the entire Mass Effect trilogy. I'm on Mass Effect Two. It didn't take me long to be Mass Effect One. I imported my character to Mass Effect Two, and I'm loving it. If you look at my Twitter, you'll see like a bunch of photos. I took through the photo mode. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. It was in like photo mode with the uh, high def clarity. Yeah, high def clarity, dim filters, and um, I had a, I had a couple people retweet on uh, my um, photos. Awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna take that look. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I'll take a look at that. Um, you want to drop in your description, Solomon? Your Twitter. Want to make a shout out to it? Actually? Um, sure. My sure. My Twitter is. Let's see. My Twitter is Sorenstein901. That's S O R E N S T E I N nine zero one. All right. Um. So, would you like to end it here, Solomon? Because I'm about to knock yeah, out. Same. Right now, currently it's eleven eleven p.m. and I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I got, I got, I got, I got dinner. I got dinner. Let's do it. I got dinner. Just on meeting up on the stovetop. I got room to clean. Let's make this a regular thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, wait. Do let Carlos know too, because we can get like an interview or a podcast going every week if you like. It'll be us three or four. If we're gonna add another person too. Oh, definitely. All right, guys. Thank you for being with me tonight. Um. We've been recording for the past hour and 26 minutes and 46 seconds and counting. And I'm going to leave it here. Good night. night I'm going to put this recording later today or tomorrow. And I'd like to make a shout out to Solomon Orenstein. His Twitter will be in the description if I do add this on the episode of podcast. And take care, folks. Good night and good night, Solomon. Good night. Night. Take Take care. care.